Welcome to the Good Karma Sport Fishing Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Ryan Van Fleet. And welcome to the Success Codes Podcast. I'm your host, Melinda Van Fleet. Well, it is, what, August 12th today, right? Yeah, August 12th. Yeah. Yeah, summer yeah. is, like, kids are back to school. <laughs> Most of the kids. I know Monroe started this past week, so. Yeah, and I think my yep. nieces go back this coming week. So, yep. yeah, it's been, like, Mr. Toad's wild ride of a summer. The last time we did a joint podcast together, I think was like 4th of July weekend. Yes. Frame, right? Yeah, 4th of July weekend. Mm-hmm. It's been a busy summer yeah. for good karma. Yeah. So. You've had a great summer. Yeah, very good summer. Yeah, mm-hmm. very good summer. just want to thank all those people that have fished with me this summer. And yeah. I'll see you guys next summer. I'll see some of you next month and some of you in a couple months. And <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. So It's very cool. And then you just did a YouTube video this past week to recap this past month, right? Yeah. So I'm still feeling my way around YouTube a little bit, but I think what I'm going to do is going to try, um, I am going to do this. I'm going to do a weekly recap for fishing, uh, what's happening out there. Brutally honest, uh, we saw my, my, uh, my dark humor, I guess you like to call it. <laughs> I guess that's what people say that I have, but I don't know. I dark just tell, humor, I just, funny. I just tell people like it is. So <laughs> yeah, I don't really have a filter. I, I've, I've had to learn a little bit of a filter, but not so much. Yeah, and I think more and more, because of how people are behaving out there, we're going to throw our filter, like, into the tr- sewer, the trash. Yeah, I think I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty much done with it. I'm over it, too. Yeah, really I'm like, I'm over it, and I'm like, uh, so you, we're going to talk about that in the podcast. Yeah. But we just, you know, I've been, like, at the end of the day, I've been extremely exhausted. The heat's just been brutal. And I've been trying to watch some some tube before I go to bed, and I pulled up this Johnny Menzel. Oh yeah, Netflix. Netflix show, and yeah, I was like, yeah, it's you a know, Thursday night, right? Yeah, Just Thursday night. night. I like watching a good docu documentary. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, especially sports documentaries. I, I love those. So, but no, uh, yeah, I was um, started watching it, and I was like, at the end, I, I was like. This was not a good show. We both got sucked into it because you started watching it and I was like, what are you watching? And so then I sat down and started watching it with you too. And it was. I was thinking about it yesterday when I was driving down to Maryland. I was, Marathon. I was like, gosh, this was horrible. <laughs> like what a horrible documentary on horrible so documentary. many levels. So we wanted to talk about it today and just be honest and really shed some light on the crap that's going on out there and people's behaviors like it's ridiculous yeah it's it's really bizarre like what's going on and a lot of it can be led to like social media yeah um it's doing it and i see it i'm not even going to use the examples because i'm just not in the mood today yeah but um i was watching and I was, at the end i was like this was really shitty well, explain why, though. Okay? Well, and you, I love mess- your perspective. Yeah, and the, then I had another perspective, too. It was so. like, the at the end, it was like, okay, it's, you know, he, he gave his Hall of Fame, like, he gave his speech, and he got his award at the, you the know. The Heisman. At, no, he got not, well, beside the Heisman, when he got his, um, he got honored at um, Texas A&M. Oh, right, 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 right. You know, and for what he did for the university, and well, the university cashed in on it. Right, yeah. it was this university made a shit ton of money ton on of money a on player guy. very early on in his playing career, like it was college, but his his playing career. And I took away like, what? Why are you all giving your money like this? Like donations to Texas A and M, buying product. 
heck, the autographs? Like, what is wrong with people that they would spend so much money on someone? Like, it's it's just mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. And it really goes into the culture that we're in right now, which is like a sheep follower culture. And it's, it's just incredible. And it just fed this guy... And, you know, the demons got to him in terms of drinking and partying, and he didn't really come back from that. So the end of the story, which was what Ryan and I were talking about this morning, and you brought it up, yeah, is he, he didn't, like, he didn't. become something. He was still, there was uh, no was, lesson. <laughs> no lesson. The dude's kicking in his backyard, drinking with and smoking yeah. with his parents and his, and his bros. <laughs> Living like so, he did when he was 20. Yeah, so what example is that for people, and especially young adults? So if a young adult's watching that documentary, and they're like, okay, great, I can, I can do this too. I can be, you know, complete fuck up, make some money, and then just kind of go on with my life. Like, yeah. there was no lesson. I felt like, I think the dark haired girl was his sister, like, I feel like she got it. Like, yeah. you know, he's not doing anything. He's not doing anything. Kind of problem. But yeah. no one else seemed to, like, really care. Yeah, and his friend that, like, helped him out. Like, Nate. really, Nate. The kid, like, <laughs> worshipped the kid. He would, like, do anything for him. And that's what a they friend friends, does. They were friends right. for each other. And then he, like, threw him aside. And they still aren't friends. And they still aren't friends. So it's not even like they bonded and made yeah. up or anything like that. Cleared the air. No, it was very unsettling because honestly that's what's going on there's this coddling culture and this follower culture and this sheep culture and it's like how do you like think this is good like I don't get it like how do you think this is good how do you look at this and go oh this is this is a good thing like I just it's mind-blowing it's mind-blowing yeah it's really interesting it's really like it's really disturbing actually Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it was funny because we both went to bed Thursday night. We didn't talk about it. We had to put our one of our dogs down this week, so we've had kind of a rough week. That was Wednesday night, so Thursday night we kind of escaped into this documentary, I guess you could say. And then Ryan had a charter Friday morning, and I drove down to Marathon. So this morning was really when Ryan brought it up to me. He was like, you know, I want to talk about this documentary because we actually have conversations, people. And... I was listening to him, and I was like, you're 100% right. And I was blown away by the amount of money people were throwing at him because he's a college football player, really? So this pedestal culture, which is another aspect of it, is putting people on a pedestal. And I see it in the coaching world, too. And I see it with the marketing in the coaching world. And it's something I'm going to be addressing more and more in content because I've even watched people, like, change their content to sell more with a FOMO pedestal type vibe. And it's just really unsettling because you're just taking people's money. And what is it doing, really? It's it's not doing anything. It's not leading to, to your success. Like, it's really not. These aren't, like, real tips. They're not tools. What did you learn from, you know, Johnny Menzel? Like, nothing, right? There's nothing to take away. There was no success code there. <laughs> like, nothing. seriously, no success a, code. <laughs> yeah. At the end, it was like, it's kind of like a, mm-hmm. a documentary to say, don't fuck up your life. 
It yeah. seemed like it was like there was no message. No. He's just living that lifestyle. He's just living that lifestyle. Living that lifestyle. That's what he chooses to do. Yeah. Yeah. So it so. was pretty impactful. And and I think like too this morning on my walk, I was thinking about, you know, we've talked about YouTube before and how there are so many people that get sucked into watching YouTube videos where the person's driving around on their big boat with a drone and what are you getting from that? Like really going into that next level of thought and that that's where you build success is where you go, okay, what did I just consume and what am I getting from it, right? So when Ryan's been trying to figure out like how can I use YouTube as a platform and he doesn't want to be one of those people, there's enough of them and he's, enough. And he's yes, there's enough of them <laughs> and he has relationships with the ones he likes. So he's grateful for that. So it's like, okay, how can I be different and really deliver value in a short period of time? So that's where we came up with the format of him doing just a recap and really trying to share from a place of, you know, having something that's tangible and not just someone driving around in a big boat with a drone following them around. Like, yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, you can, yeah. like, you know, visualize them. that yeah. and having them back. manifest it. <laughs> Backing up into the slip with somebody <laughs> waiting to say, hi, how are you? <laughs> like, oh, God. <sighs> so, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. Yep. So speaking of boats, I definitely know you want to address something, which we have addressed many, many times. And I think it's really important to consistently address it. Right. So good karma sport fishing. My values are what it comes down to is the love of fishing. I do not give a shit about anything else except for going fishing. I'm very grateful for my boat, Good Karma. I get asked all the time, why don't I buy a bigger boat? Your boat's too small. You can't compete. <laughs> I can't compete. You, my God. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. You guys should, like, do some research on me, and okay? Do some research. So, when they say I can't compete, whatever. Yeah. No, but also, too, our story. And then so here's our thing. It's our like, story, it, all of this is bigger, it's bigger than what a small-minded person out there right. that's going to judge a boat for. Like, you're small-minded. Small-minded. And if minded. you're coming into our world, into wor- working with Ryan or booking a charter, and you're going to brag about your big boat, that is not our vibe. That is not my husband's vibe. And, again, you need to do some research do some research. Ryan grew up fishing on lakes, on rivers. When I met Ryan and we lived in Minnesota, that's what we did. Every weekend, we went to St. Croix, we went to Mississippi, we went to the Anoka Dam. Like we drove yeah. around in our car because there was no GPS, yep. there was no internet on your phone. It was like little flip phones back then. And we drove around looking for like places to like camp out for a few hours and see if there were any fish. That was it. And we were excited to catch crappie and Ryan would catch, you know, bass and 
and other types of fish. I mean, he cleaned the crappie in our kitchen sink in our apartment in downtown Minneapolis. Like, we do not fucking care about the size of your damn boat. No. We do not (laughs) care. You are not our client. So please, 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 like, immediately cancel if you are this arrogant person. I am over it. I am sick of it. I don't fucking care. You're not our person. So... That is us. Like, we are grounded in the love of fishing. Anytime you're fishing, it's all good. That has been our tagline since fucking day one. So I am tired of hearing about the houses and the boats. Like, no. And Ryan has been blessed for four years to have a private client who has a 39-foot sea hunter. And he'll come home every time and say, the good karma is a better boat. Like, constantly. Every time. The size of your boat doesn't matter with catching fish. So to not be someone who's going to be a student of the game, a student of the game, and buy the courses and show up for any of the private fishing groups or Good Karma Saturday or even private coaching, you can be a recreational captain, a recreational um, angler or a charter captain. They're two separate programs. We do offer things for charter captains to help to learn, especially with marketing, because most of you kind of suck and we want to help you. So like do the work. You have to do the work. It is not about your boat. It's not about bragging about your boat. And if you are that person, you are just not for us. Like, please done. I'm like over it. Right. And if you're booking a trip with me, do not ask me about my trolley motor. <laughs> you really need to do some, you do need to some do homework. Some homework. Oh my God. Ryan was like one of the first guides to have a trolley motor and it was such a nightmare. It was so stressful. Rodan is horrible. And it was just a horrible, horrible, horrible experience. And I remember going to Tiki Water Sports across the street when we lived at, on Adobe Castle Court. And the piles of trolling motors they had from Rodan and what was the other brand? Maconta or whatever. Yeah. Uh, there's another brand. Yeah. Was insane. They had piles of trolling motors that were broken. So if someone's like, well, my trolling motor is great. Good for you. We don't care. We do not give a shit. <laughs> Good for we you. We do not care. We do not you. care. You do not <laughs> need to okay. talk about it. We don't want to hear yep. about it. It'll, like, it's, it's all good. It's like, going to break. It's going to break. You <laughs> probably just Soon. don't use it all that much. Soon. Whatever. Not a big deal. Like, we don't care. We don't care. So no. just setting the boundaries. This is a new new um, vibe. I'm over it. And we're just setting the boundaries. Like, if you come on these charters and you bring up these things, Ryan has full-on permission from me and from the universe to shut you down. Like, I do not care. These are the boundaries. Our client is someone who loves fishing, who perhaps grew up fishing or fishes for mental health or just wants to learn and be a, and is a good person. That's our, that's our person. So... Yep. I'm fine with stating all this. Yeah. No, I'm fine. And I, I, I really enjoy the people that fish with me that really love to fish. And I know, I can tell, when they the minute they get on the boat, I can tell. Yeah. I can, I can, yeah, we can smell it. I can like smell a, it. A minute away. I don't need to hear about your, like, any bullshit. Yeah. So. And, and the people that are coddling their children, please have a wake-up call on that. Yep. And, and Ryan's not going to be coddling your kid. No, so, I'm not going to coddle your kid. Not I'm coddling. Not. Maybe He's I'm a coach. I'm a coach. He's not yeah. a coddler. Do any of the great coaches out there coddle their team? No, they don't. No, nope. <laughs> like, I'm so not going to coddle your we kid. We are 
sticking with that. We yeah. are sticking with that. I have a lot so, of good kids. I've got a lot of good dads lot. that, that yeah. fish with me. They don't coddle their kids, and mm-hmm. uh, the kids, you know, I'm I've just gonna great. I'm gonna treat them like an adult. Yeah, and and the parents that fish with me respect that. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and the kids learn every year. I got kids now that are like. Uh, oh my God! You have so many kids that that, fish that are now like years. like mates. Like the kids are like like wanting to like be mates and where they live. You mm-hmm. know, these kids are really good. So, but they they and they're thankful. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So that's my two cents. This is my yeah. this is my TED talk, people. Yeah. It's a wake up call. Yeah. Anyway, so. I love my clients. I love people that book with me that really love the passion for fishing. But leave your air like don't book with me if you're arrogant. Don't. Mm-hmm. I don't want you. There's plenty of other guys that'll take you. Yeah, there's there's a whole fleet. We're in the sport fishing capital yeah. of the world. Go fill your boots somewhere else. Go fill your boots someplace else. The guys big that fish meat. with me. I want big meat. I oh want big my meat. God. Go fish Stop. with somebody else. Go <laughs> go go somewhere else. So anyhow, so if you lose a few followers from this, yeah. how do you feel? If I lose a few followers from this, I could give a shit less. They weren't meant for you. Yeah, I wasn't meant for you. I really respect the guys that follow me, that get me. I love my clients that fish with me, that have been fishing with me for years. Some people come, some people go, some people come back. It's just the way how things work. Yeah, so. I always think it's so fun when you tell me, because I ask you in the morning, like, who are you fishing with today? And you'll be like... It was someone from like two years ago, three years ago, four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, it's So fun. you have your regulars that you see all yeah. the time. And then you have these people that, you know, re-come re back after like a few years. And quite frankly, often it's because they fished with someone else in the middle and then they came back. Yeah, then they came back. <laughs> and, it's you all know, good. It's try, all good. Try different, try different you know, it's yeah. like the, there are so many different options and different types of charters and different types of captains. Like we always encourage people to yeah. try different things. But it always makes me happy and very, um, I don't like to use the word proud because I think it's sometimes condescending, but excited for Ryan when he has people come back after a few years yep. that are like, you know what? I'm going back to Cap and Ryan. Yep. So. I love it. And it just, um, it makes me happy. I give my heart to those people. You can see it in the fish photos. You can see it in their smiles. Um, I, I, I don't believe in electric reel fishing for fish. Um, they, and they, they, they want to bring up the fish on their own. I let them set the hooks. There is no mates doing anything. So these people are learning and it's awesome to see. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Makes me proud. I can say proud. You can say proud. It makes me it's about, smile. Like, I like the, the word proud, I feel, is something you should say about yourself. Yeah. So. It's awesome. Like, I'm proud um, of myself and my journey in this lifetime. And when you say that you're proud of yourself, yeah. I, I love that. When I get guys that are booking me for Good Karma Saturdays, like this morning, Good Karma Saturdays. Yeah. You know, it's like. That's been these, so effective. It's been so effective. And I can just see that that the information that I'm providing to people is, is it's going to change the way they look at fishing and it's going to give them the actual understanding that there's just more to it. And this morning I was just so happy to be able to communicate um, some stuff to my private client about Wahoo fishing and, and some other types of fishing that are going to change the way he fishes. I see the guys in my rigging crew now. It's off Moon in Boynton. They're catching wahoos. Yeah. I'm not seeing many many wahoos being caught this right now. My guys are catching them. So I'm teaching those guys how to do it in other areas, how how to do it. And, like, they're doing it. Mm-hmm. So it's it's cool. It's cool to see. 
So I want them to be good. I want them to catch fish. I want them to be successful. Mm-hmm. And that's what the good karma fishing clubs are all about. Yeah. It's not a handhold thing. Um, I give them the tools and you're not going to get a one and done. It's a fishing club. It's a discussion. It's a mastermind. Yeah. So, so part of being successful, the huge part of it is doing the work. It's working on your shadow side. It's showing up. It's putting in the time. It's hiring a mentor or a coach. It's all of these things combined over time, over time. And that's what it takes to be successful. So you have to look in the mirror and go, do I have that? Do I have what that takes or not? And honestly, that's kind of where I stand on this. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. Bottom line, show up, do the work, hire a coach, buy a course, look at all your shadows. You know, why are you so arrogant? You know, what's going on with your children? (laughs) Like, do the work. Like, look in the mirror and do the work. We have to do the work all the time, too. Like, everyone does. No one's perfect. It's shadow work. It's shadow work. Like, why are you putting someone on a pedestal? Why are you wanting them to like you? Like, seriously, do that work. Do the work, and then you will develop your own sense of pride, and you'll go so much farther, so much faster, I promise you. So that's all I got. I'm closing out on that note. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Captain Ryan. Yep. Thank you, guys. Thanks Um, for showing up, being fierce with me today. High five. Fierce. It's been a tough week. Yeah. It's been a crazy week. It's been Lionsgate. If you are connected with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, or Facebook. I shared six days of really powerful short videos, somewhere like two minutes, three minutes, somewhere like seven, but it shared stories of my journey, of things that happened for me during the Lionscape timeframe with tips and codes. So definitely connect with me on one of those platforms. I'm gonna see if I can make it into a YouTube video um, when I get some time, but just, I really shared And, you know, I don't see anyone else doing that out there. So that's another reason why I really wanted to share my stories that happened during Lionsgate. And I still have even more, but those are the ones I chose to share. And uh, see what you can pick up and see what you can pick up as a tip. And those things, again, will lead you to success in this lifetime. So how do you want to close it out, Captain Ryan? Yeah, I just want to say just keep working hard. Um, For me right now, I'm like when I want to learn something new, I am. I practice. Yes. Practice is like incredible. Practice. Everyone has to practice. Everybody's like, well, you get the fish a lot. Well, I practice at home a lot. Yes. At home. I take, I, I get up early. Yes. If I need to learn something, oh, I work eight to four. Well, I get up at two. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I'm needing to learn something, I am making the time to get up before anybody else to space out two hours to learn something. If I'm learning, I have to learn. If I feel like I need to learn a new knot. I'll get up every morning at, for two hours and I'll learn it. Like uh, you have to, you have to make the time to learn something. Right, right. So and there's really no excuses in that because the majority of you, if you're like I work eight to four, let's say, you're scrolling or you're watching content yeah. that doesn't serve you. And everybody's going to the gym. Yeah, I, yeah, I get the, I get yeah. that. The but, only thing I would say is like if you're helping your kid. Yeah, helping right, your kid. Going to the gym is good. Going to the gym is good. But then what are you doing? What else is there? Yeah. Right? What else is there? And and can you stay up one hour earlier or go to bed or, or um, get up? Or, or, or what, can you go saying? earlier? Just one hour. Just one, one hour. hour a day that you dedicate to learning what you are, desire to learn. Mm-hmm. 
that compounds over time. That mm -hmm. is incredible. Even if it's half an hour, like that's really good too. Read. Mm -hmm. Read. Read. Work on your mind. You spend a lot of time researching. I spend a lot of time. I'm, <coughs> I'm obsessed with the ocean. I spend a lot of time um, studying oceanography. Um, that's what I do. I spend a lot of time studying oceanography right now. Yeah. I spend a lot of time oceanography. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, close it out. Guys, that's all I got. If you want to see what's happening with Good Karma Sport Fishing, you can follow me on Instagram at Good Karma. Sport fishing underscore FL underscore keys. Mm -hmm. And then you can um, email me at goodkarmaryan at gmail.com. If you're interested in being part of either one of my fishing clubs, club one or club two, you can email me as well. And yeah. booking a charter, just email me. Yeah. And that's and, all I got. And Good Karma Saturdays. Good Karma, oh, Good Karma Saturdays. If you want laser session, if you have specific questions you want answered, Good Karma Saturdays is a one-hour laser Zoom, Zoom. And I pack it full. It's I'm not going to go into the details, but you'll leave with your head spinning. Yep. Awesome. Everyone can connect with me on the platforms I mentioned. Put my information in show notes. My website is melindavanfleet.com. And until next time. Anytime you're fishing, it's all good. Thanks for listening.